Blog Talk Radio. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, get it out. Oh, wait. I'm going to keep asking you, did you get your wiener out? Did you get your wiener out? I'm going to be asking you that all the time if you got your wiener out because it's gonna. I'm going to obsess over it whether okay. or not you got it out. Radio show. This is Pastor Matt coming to you live from the Madigan Annex here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me to my north northeast. Ooh, I had to think about that for a second. That would be up and to <laughs> your right, Jamie. Uh, as you. always, is the quasi pastor's wife, one Jamie Maple Leaf. How the hell are you, Jamie? I'm great. How are you? Uh, I've been better. Uh-oh. What seems to be troubling you this morning, Matthew? Well, I woke up this morning with bruises and contusions. And they what? All, yes. They were all due to a a verbal assault that left scars uh-huh. upon my entire body that happened yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah. I was talking to this Canadian chick a couple times yesterday. I, you may know her. Uh-huh. She might uh-huh. live right close to you. And uh, <laughs> she thrusted a series of very painful attacks upon me. Oh, goodness. With her harsh words and whatnot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Do you think you had it coming? No. No. Huh. It's very unfortunate. So unlike a Canadian. I know, which makes me feel bad because that makes me think I'm an asshole. Well, <laughs> you may not be wrong there. But, uh, and then I was vilified by uh, our buddy Collection Plate J yesterday when I, Were you? you know, tried. Yes. Because he kind of gave me crap for taking crap off of a Canadian. <laughs> but I told him I needed her for the show today, so I had to let her off the hook. So, oh. yeah. So, well, sometimes yeah. in life we have to do these things. Sure. You know, just, just get over it. Are you are you any nicer today, or are you still sour and bitter? And I woke up on the same side of the bed as I did yesterday, I believe. Oh, God. That's not good for anyone. 
You know, I always wake up on the left side of the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know yes, what that I means. know. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so any big doings this so week? How are you otherwise? Oh, oh, well, let me tell you. Other than that, my day got worse yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I was doing the dishes yesterday. Uh-huh. I got them all done. Wiping them and washing them and waxing them. Uh-huh. No, I didn't really wax them. I put armor all on the silverware, too, make it, give it a nice <laughs> shine. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I hung the... Well, let me tell you what happened. So, Snoop gets home last night. You know, the housekeeper. Uh-huh. Yes. She got home. Yeah, she got home a little after nine. She went to get some silverware out of the drawer where where we hang the uh, the uh, dish towels. Or, you know, the kitchen oh, yes. towels, not the dish towels. Mm-hmm. We don't dry them. We let them dry in the, you know, the rack. Right. Uh, but she had to open the door. That towel, by golly, that kitchen towel is soaking wet. You're kidding. No. It was harrowing. And, uh. Wow. She looked at me and said, What's this? Is it beer or did you pee all over it? Here's the thing, Jamie. <laughs> Old Pastor Matt uh-huh. did something funny yesterday. When I was doing the dishes, I wasn't really paying attention. I just picked up the towel to the, on the counter that was to the left of me. And wash uh-huh. the dishes with that. It wasn't the dish rag. It was the kitchen towel. Oh, dear. Yeah. You know, I thought something felt funny when I was doing it. Like the towel was a little thick. <laughs> <laughs> you were off your game yesterday, weren't you? Well, I was very upset after talking with you yesterday. Yeah. Well, one can't blame you at all. No, I blame you. I was just being myself Well maybe there's a problem with that Jamie Do you ever think of that No I hadn't thought of that Well, maybe I don't think there's a problem with me at all Have some Do some introspective Reflection today I am who you and Jay Raised me to be You took me in some years ago And raised me as an IWS baby I guess we, you know, we got to bear the brunt of that. That's our cross yes. to bear. <laughs> Jay and I apologize, world. We're very sorry. Jamie used to be so very <laughs> sweet. <laughs> and uh, then this morning, you know, I had talked to you this morning on Messenger on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, right. I, 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 I seemed to be in a good mood, didn't I? Yes. Because I, I, so. I was a. I was ahead of the game. I got everything I wanted to get done done. Excellent. And I thought I was going I was going to have to rush after rush out after the show to go to the store, but I had so much time. I went to the store today to get, you know, sacramental beer and Oh, yes. and two packs of smokes. Mhm. Well, these shorts I have on, I hate them. There's a giant <laughs> hole in one. <laughs> oh dear. And they're just stupid. The pockets are designed dumb. I hate them. I can't pockets explain are it pockets. Really. Jeez. No, pockets are not pockets. Some pockets are better than pockets. Just ask a kangaroo. But 
But anyway, <laughs> I digest. Um, so I go in the store, mask on, of course, always masked up, showing some masculine. Of course. Yeah. Well, I couldn't get to the best light because they just got a beer delivery, and it hadn't mm-hmm. been put away. You know, the beer, best light, the official beer of the. Oh. Oh, right. So I had to grab bush light because I got a delivery and I couldn't get to the damn best light. I looked at it for like five minutes, seeing if there was any way. I wasn't going to do their work for them and move it all. No, of course not. So I just grabbed what I could, and it was bush light. And uh, How how does the pastor feel about that? Well, I don't feel bad about it, although the housekeeper is not very happy about that. Aw. Sorry to hear that. And then I got two packs of cigarettes. Uh-huh. And I had to shove everything into one pocket. My wallet, my keys, my two packs of cigarettes. Wow, all in one pocket, eh? Yeah, because the other one's got a giant hole in it. And that's because oh, one dear. time, you know, when I was working at the beer mine, I would, if a, if I was smoking and a car came in, and uh, I would flip the head off my cigarette, because, you know, they're expensive and you don't want to waste them. Well, of course. And uh, I would put it in my pocket and then relight it when they leave. Well, I set myself on fire several times. <laughs> when it's pure mine, oh, and course. it would always melt my pockets and leave a giant hole. Oh, Jesus. I think the last time I did that, I walked into the office and forgot about the cigarette, and uh, Lauren actually said to me, Matt, I think you're on fire. <laughs> well, I was kind of. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, I don't want to litter or anything. No, of course not. I wouldn't flip my cigarettes on the ground. I would flip the head off and save it, or if it was time, throw it away. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I had to use stuff everything into one pocket. Two packs of smokes, my keys, and a wallet. Mm-hmm. The way I get home, <sighs> I got my wallet, which was fortunate, and I got my keys, which, of course, I had to have since I was in the car. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there was only one pack of cigarettes in my pocket. You're kidding. No. So So what happened to the other one? Well, someone's probably really happy who walked across the speedway light lot about five minutes after I left and found a free pack of cigarettes on their parking lot. Oh. Yeah. You moron. I know, there's five bucks I'll never get back. Yeah. But, you know, it could have been God's way of me doing someone a favor who needed a smoke. Maybe, maybe. That's how I'll look at it. So when you talk about your wallet, are you talking about a George Costanza wallet? No, God, no, it's not a It's not a George Costanza <laughs> wallet. I have uh, my driver's license, my debit card, and a $10 bill that I've had for like six months on oh. an insurance card, a uh, car insurance card. Uh-huh. Pretty sure that's it. 
So, wow, very you know. impressive. Yeah. So, I'm very neat and tidy, except oh, when sure. I do, dish, do dishes with a dish towel. Dish cloth. Dish towel, yeah. Yeah, kitchen towel, whatever. Yes, gotcha. And um, so that ticked me off. And that was my day. I hope it improved. Wow. So be nice to me. It already has improved because guess who's in the chat room, Jamie? Who's that? One Mr. Bobby Kraft. Oh, excellent. Yes. And how was your I week? I forgot to oh. put myself in the chat room. Well, of course you did. Uh, you know, well, you know, when you had a pee a minute and a half before the show, you decide you need to take a leak, you know, that'll happen. Yes, when you're rushing around, you know, trying to get ready for said show. Yeah. And, uh, we, and ladies and gentlemen, yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, we were going to do this show this past Sunday, but someone called in sick, didn't they, Jamie? Yes. And I'm very and sorry about that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to I want to ask you, and Bobby, you'll have an opinion about this, I'm sure. Uh, and the reason you called in is because you stubbed your toe on that freaking cedar chest again, didn't you? Yes, it was very painful. I've been uh-huh. stubbing my toe on that all week, and it's driving me mad. Yes, <laughs> well. Uh-huh. And in fact, Bobby said, oh, God, what, Jamie? Go ahead. No. Uh, we have a bench here, and uh-huh. a wooden bench that we used to keep on the landing of our stairway. Uh-huh. Well, someone has taken upon themselves to move it up the stairs and right beside the washer and dryer. So the other night I went to retrieve stuff from the dryer that had dried. And didn't I just bang, crash my knee into that stupid thing? Because it sticks out slightly past the dryer. Huh. Now I've got two... Now I've got two, uh... things to crash into. And, of course, I'm going to do it. Oh, sure. You wouldn't be you if you didn't. Exactly. So I'm all bruised up and tattered. Yeah, like my heart from yesterday. (laughs) Oh, dear. Get over it. (laughs) And I wanted to say, uh, Bobby said the real reason we moved the show from Sunday to Tuesday was to annoy the J-Man, to annoy Collection (laughs) Plate Day. Oh, Here's a shout out to Bobby and Collection Plate J. That is so loud. That tithing is really starting to add up. Oh, yeah. I might be able to get that new set of pair of shoes that I have my eyes on. 
been a difficult week. It's been a trying week. Yes, it has. It has. Then late last week, you know, I was going to tell this on Sunday, but I didn't get to because someone stubbed their toe on a cedar chest. Oh, my pain was real, Matt. Oh, I'm sure Not like your fictional pain. (laughs) And uh, I think it was last Thursday morning. Uh Phone rings at 537. It it would be the housekeeper's place of employment, old Snoop's. Oh, oh dear. 537 a.m. They called and the phone rang about four times. I left a message. I finally woke up. I, I woke up and I was pissed. And I thought maybe I dreamed it. But then I went back to bed uh-huh. and I got up and listened to it. They wanted her to come in at 6 a.m. instead of 7. Oh, boy. Well, she already was. They just coming can't do in. without her for that hour, can they? Well, here's the thing. Smoke wasn't even home. She was already at work. Probably oh, pulling in right about the time they called because she was already coming in at 6. Oh, gotcha. Yes. So that was annoying. That's some, that's some bullshit right there. It is. Yep. exciting happening on the escarpment? Well, there's been a final decision regarding Christmas. Oh, yeah. There will be be no Christmas this year. You're not going to celebrate the birth of the little baby Jesus? No. Not with gifts, anyway. Um, my sister has decided that her youngest, you know, her baby son, has uh, made a mockery of the season. And so she doesn't want to partake in it. And so we will be saving our money and putting doing things different this year. We will not be buying Christmas gifts for one another. And I find that very sad. But I'll get over it, and I'll and I'll be fine with it. Well, I'll send I've come you to accept it. Maybe I'll send you another jar of goober. <laughs> <laughs> now, this son you're talking about, who mocks the Christmas season, is this by chance the son who may have moved the bench near the uh, washer and dryer? One in the same. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What's the over/under on how many minutes will be before said son walks into the room to interrupt the show? Well, I did mention to him that we were doing a show, so well, I'm really hoping that he won't. Yeah. But I did, I did shut the door all the way. I do hope he doesn't decide to vacuum or something along those lines. Sure. Sure. We have an audience to entertain. 
I know that. But your entire yes. life is entertaining. Yes. Well, sure. I'm just trying to low witty banner, Jamie. That's how it works, you know. Yeah. I don't find them as good as the witty banter as you and Jay are. Well, it's much harder to work with you in, instead of Jay. Oh, really? Well, yeah. <laughs> I get that. You know, we're seasoned For you two, it was smooth and effortless. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I told did, myself uh, I would make notes. I told them, I told yeah. myself I would make notes this uh-huh. week for witty banter. Right. But I didn't. I forgot. You didn't. See here. Okay. Here. Notes. I'm going to. I'm going to give you the secret to this. Okay. When when you're getting ready for the show, be more like Jay than I. Because you know, uh, I oh, don't really. Jay's a very copious note taker. Is he? Oh, that's why he's our church accountant. Uh, that makes perfect sense, then. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought he of knows, it in that way. You know, Collection Plate J knows what notes to keep and what notes to burn or shred. <laughs> I, I think he's a shredder. I think he's a shredder. Yeah. I think I think Jay's got a shredder. He shreds yeah, everything. Because, yeah, if he burned it, it would uh, put pollutants into the air, and he's not. Yeah, it'd be it. bad for the environment. And Jay's, right. Jay's thoughtful yeah. about that. He's very oh, conscientious. Sure. Yes. And uh, I did celebrate a wedding anniversary Saturday. Oh, did you? Yes, five years. Five my long years. Life. Yeah, five long. Wow. Well, depending on who you ask, it's long. And I think we both know who you would ask to get that answer. And uh-huh. the live studio audience is raising her hand. And uh, it was very romantic, Jamie. Was it now? Sure. Well, that's um, beautiful. Yeah. One to nine uh-huh. at that place that calls me at five thirty in the morning, and uh, right. Oh, uh, she got off at five that day. Huh? She did. No, you <laughs> didn't. She did. Got off. You work one to nine on September twelfth. Oh God. Now, oh, God, this day is going to hell in a handbasket. I can't listen to the <laughs> studio audience anymore. <laughs> it's even apologized to me. That's pretty big. Wow. Uh, anyway, she worked one to nine. So I spent the day talking to you. Uh, uh-huh. Triple B. Yes. Uh, Nurse Doom. Excellent. And uh, had my last conversation with the woman who shall not be named, who unfriended I me for I guess you want. No, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I think Jay said last week it was seven, or Bobby said last week I had been unfriended by her seventeen times. Well, we're up to eighteen. So, wow. 
So uh, very helpful. To boil it down, my romantic five-year anniversary consisted of me of schmoop working and me talking all day to four women who are not my wife. So basically, that's pretty loving your existence. Yes. So that was pretty romantic. Right. And I believe your loving wife brought you home some flowers to celebrate your anniversary the day before. That, yeah, that was the day before she brought home flowers, and they still look good. Yeah. Oh, I bet. And then I made a very romantic Facebook post to her on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember reading that. It was lovely. Or Saturday, I mean, which didn't go over well in some circles. Oh, since the 18th, unfriending. Oh. Unfriending? Oh, boy. Yeah. How <sighs> do you feel about that, Matt? Oh, I'll get... My heart will You're go gonna on. You're going to be fine? Oh, my good. heart will go on. Good. I was good. trying to seek solace in you yesterday, but you would have none of it. <laughs> no, there was none of that to be had yesterday. Evidently. You I was came in rare form yesterday, wasn't I? You started right off the bat and didn't quit until the bottom of the ninth. <laughs> then you kept calling me back when you thought of something else hurtful to say to me. What is wrong oh, with sure. you? I'm going to tell Joe know, Trudeau yeah. on you. <laughs> Well, I think he knows, based on our calls and the troubles we have with the phone lines. I think Joe yeah. and possibly Trump are well aware of our conversations. Sure. Sure. Well, let's move on from our weeks and start a new, let's start a new beginning, Jamie. All right, let's do that. Well, we had a little problem in St. George, Utah yesterday. Oh, goodness. On the aftermath of Trump talking to Bob Woodward about how deadly the plague is, as Trump mentioned it in one of his interviews with him. Mm. Uh, and, you know, he doesn't encourage masks. He says people should do their own thing. Well, there's a lot of people who don't want to wear a mask in St. George, Utah, especially at a school which they tried to storm. And it's all oh, captured here by, I believe it's ABC4 out of uh, St. George, Utah, or a larger city next near it. And so let's uh-huh. take a listen to these people because there's all a couple right. things that I, that I find not, well, hilarious, but disturbing. Here we go. Let's okay. go to St. George, Utah, everyone. Now hundreds have gathered here in front of the Washington County Administration building calling for the end of a mask mandate, saying they are tired of not living their normal life. No more masks! No more masks! Not on the backs of my kids or you're going to get more federal funds. That's how I feel about that. A passionate call for action Friday morning in St. George. Several police officers on standby as many locals called concerns about coronavirus spikes 
overblown. The flu kills more than coronavirus. Others calling the virus a hoax or stating that asymptomatic carriers simply do not exist and they cannot be forced to wear masks anywhere as citizens of the United States. If we want to wear a mask, that's fine. We can take care of ourselves. Some rally attendees say they shouldn't ever wear masks if they have any medical issues or mental health concerns or if they feel they simply can't breathe. When George Floyd was saying, I can't breathe, and then he died, and now we're wearing a mask, and we say, I can't breathe, but we're being forced to wear it anyway. But many say that they believe in all cases, masks jeopardize kids' health. Parents are demanding they have the right to decide what to do with their children. I'll tell you another reason I hate masks. Most child molesters love them. School administrators responding that they don't understand why crowds are protesting them based on a mandate given by the governor. They blocked off the uh, front entrance to the school building and we went out to ask them to move and they uh, attempted to storm the school building. The school board is implementing the governor's recent order that face shields alone are not enough. And if a parent is adamant that their child cannot wear a mask or a shield, they must fill out a form including a doctor's note so the district can review it. In St. George, Katie Kralis, ABC4 News. Wow, people are angry. <laughs> yes, they are. I had no uh, idea that child molesters like uh, like masks. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And I yeah, didn't know I that wearing a mask would get you killed like uh, the way George, George Floyd, Floyd was yeah. murdered. Wow. The way he couldn't then, breathe is the way that they can't breathe with a mask yeah. on. And then... uh Wow. You got that, like, six- or seven-year-old kid who's evidently a a savant because oh, very yeah, scientific yeah. saying that the flu uh-huh. kills more people than coronavirus. Oh, sure, sure. And like you said, this is what we can take away from that ugly situation in St. George. Yeah. People are angry, man. They're really angry. are unhappy about wearing masks. Oh, it's very torturous. It's like, it's asking more of me than to ask me to storm the beaches of Normandy in 1944. I mean, come on, man. Well, of course. I can only put up with so much. Yeah. I mean, we want you to stay at home, and if you do go out, wear a mask. Well, yes, how can people put up with that? It's a daunting task. Yes, it is. Some people, some people's kids, Matt. I know. I know housekeeper Schmoop would love to have that federal order. <laughs> Stay at home. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Hope so. <sighs> Hope everything's okay, George. Now. Hope they've calmed Hope so. down. Yes, hopefully they have. You know, they tried to storm the school. I know. Have fun storming it's the been castle. A very scary situation. <laughs> and another harrowing development. What's that? 
I lost my lighter. Oh, goodness. Oh, I found just, my lighter. Oh, just like that. It was, wasn't in the pocket with the holes in it, was it? Mm-mm. It was someplace I don't usually typically put it. Oh. You know, you should have the uh, housekeeper maybe sew up your po- your pocket holes. <laughs> you know, just a suggestion. <laughs> she would say, F off. She would say, quit putting your cigarettes in your pocket, then you wouldn't burn them, you <laughs> dumb, you big dumb jackass. And I got a finger <laughs> point from the housekeeper in agreement. <laughs> uh-huh. Thanks a lot, Jamie. You're woman. piling on again today. I love that you? woman. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, oh, Trump did go to address a unmasked audience in Nevada to give a speech. Did he now? Yeah, the other night. I think it was in a place uh-huh. called Minden. I don't know where that is. I've never heard of Minden. And in spite uh-huh. of the state's orders as to how in, indoor assemblies are to be required, he broke all of them, all the regulations, of course, because, well, he's right. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, and ladies and gentlemen, our friends over the Lincoln Project mashed up the entire speech and boiled it down to one minute and 12 seconds. Take it away, Rick Wilson and company over there at the Lincoln Project. You know why he puts the circles? Because he wants to be, like, correct with COVID, but it's not really. Bring it up. Bring it closer. I can't see it. Damn it. It's really Comcast. But I call it con, because it's a whole con. I know some horrible people, horrible human beings, some of the worst people in the world. They'll never find the emails because they were acid-washed. Darling, I want to go to bed. I'm exhausted. Donald Trump won the great state of this and that. Darling, let's go out to dinner. My people don't get suppressed. Five and four and three, two. Substance abuse of different kinds. Gun. Donald Trump will not do well with women. I said, why? Am I so bad? End it. End it. I want to end it. Darling, somebody just moved next door. Who is it? It's uh, a representative of Antifa. I'm sorry, we cannot take your call right now. He was a left person. He left. He was a real left, all right. The wind isn't blowing tonight. We can't watch television. You want to see a bird cemetery? Walk under a windmill sometime. They pile up. Honestly, it's terrible. I changed that deal a lot. That's now a good deal. And these are statistics that come from people that do this stuff, right? This is not done by my uh, secretary. What did I do? What did I do? How did this happen? Hmm. Oh, my goodness. He had a lot to say, didn't he? He did. <laughs> oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> All of it infantile, but he had a lot to say. And Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Kraft enjoyed that wholeheartedly. Excellent. Uh-huh. You may hear from Bobby Kraft's cousin, Johnny Savage, lady, later, ladies and gentlemen, if we have time. Because uh, mm-hmm. we hear it at IWS Radio, uh, Collection Plate J, and Jamie and I, and Bobby Kraft, and Johnny Savage. Uh, we always had a problem with Norwegians, as you know, Jamie. Yes. They don't, they don't take troublesome kindly people. to... Troublesome people. Yeah, they don't... No, they're they a troublesome people. Yeah. 
called us out on yeah. our. <laughs> yeah, Bobby said, if we have time. Well, <laughs> we're covering a lot of ground, Bobby. Trust me. <laughs> because, you know, we have to pick up what happens on Sunday since we couldn't do the show on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Because someone called in <laughs> sick. So blame Jamie, yeah. not me, Bobby. Uh, yeah. And the Norwegians, they uh, struck out at us at a, on a post I wrote about a uh, Brewers never or whatever his name was, uh, the mass mm-hmm. killer there in Norway a few years ago, right. and I had a kind of a satirical post about it. Well, the Norwegians didn't take kindly to it, and they oh, let goodness. us know up. No, yeah, they let us know about it. It was very hurtful. Wow. So we've had a we just you know been on. And we, Jay and I thought about doing a show in Oslo one time, you know, try to repair mm-hmm. our relationship. Well, right. they, they pissed us off again last week. Some member of the Norwegian parliament, or whatever it, whatever those Norgas call them, call it over there, probably some right. silly word that you pronounce. And uh-huh. uh, one of these right-wing... Norwegians nominated um, Donald Trump for the Nobel Peace Prize. You have got to be kidding me. No. No, I'm not. Wow. And I only say noble because that's how our fearless leader says it. Yeah. Noble. Yeah. So what was the basis of his nomination? What what did Uh, he nominate him for? Uh, the big peace treaty between uh, Israel and the UAE. Oh. Hmm. Which they were uh, they've already been doing. Um, I wouldn't say in secret, but they were always cooperating anyway. They just neither right. country wanted to make it public because that'd be right. bad for the, you know, the other's homeland. Like, yeah. like Bahrain and Saudi Arabia. Because they're I all scared see. of Iran. All the Arab countries are afraid of Iran. Well, sure. And they yeah. like the muscle. The muscle and the nukes that <laughs> made of Israel have. Yeah. And they like they like uh, ben, Benjamin Netanyahu's uh, ill will. So, uh, uh, which is a powerful yeah. whip. Yeah, he's got a lot of that. What a stunning, historic mistake. Yeah. And I can't believe yeah. you walked over B.B. Netanyahu, Jamie. I apologize. But he I thought I, he was meeting with Trump today. Yes, and he'll probably say this. What a stunning, historic mistake. So, well, you know, since Bobby's whining about if we have time. A few years ago, one of our IWS pals, I don't know whatever happened to him, Johnny Savage, he was going to rectify the mistake at the from the 1960s of the invasion of the Bay of Pigs. Uh-huh. Kennedy ordered, so he was going right. to 
take some Rough Riders with him of sorts and uh, invade Cuba at the Bay of Pigs. But he didn't have the greatest army in the world because, well, it all comes together. You'll hear. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, my name is Johnny Savage. You can call me Mr. Savage or just Savage, but you cannot call me Johnny or John. And you're sure as hell not going to call me John Boy. You call me John Boy, and I will come down there, and I'll hit you with so many rights, you'll be begging for a left. Anyway, this isn't the manliest group of mercenaries I've ever seen. You guys are all looking a bit weak. Is the Caribbean heat a little too much for you, you pussies? Teddy Roosevelt got rough riders, and look what I got. Norwegians. Bunch of pickled, herring-eating, ABBA-loving, blue-eyed, blonde mamby-pambies armed with nothing but derringers. What a pathetic-looking group you are. But you go to war with the army you have, not the army you want. Oh yeah, that's right. We're about to walk into battle, guys. Well, we're going to row into battle, to be more precise, on the lifeboats. We're going to right one of the greatest wrongs of the 20th century, man. We're going to invade Cuba at the Bay of Pigs. Just like Kennedy did back in April of 61. Unfortunately, some Benedict Arnold type tipped Castro off and the commies were ready. It was probably a Republican who ratted America out. They do that shit, you know. This time, though, we're going to win. We're going to kill every commie we come across. We're going to overthrow the government. We're going to install a puppet leader and remake Cuba in America's democratic image. It's going to be glorious. Then we're going to dig up Fidel Castro's body, and we're going to put a bullet in his skull for JFK. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> Upset about killing commies? You oppose killing people? Oh, bleeding hearts of the world unite. Get him the hell out of here. Go hang out at the casino with your mommy, you commie-loving, whale-steak-eating libtard. Man, we're going to blaze a path and the battle for others to follow. After Cuba, we'll island hop around the Caribbean, and it's Caribbean, not Caribbean. Then, by fall, we'll be battle-hardened and ready for the big epinata, Venezuela. It won't be easy. Many of you will... Hey, what are you doing? What? Everybody, everybody standing up? What? you pointing your guns at me. What the... Oh, we got a mutiny on our hands, do we? Oh, you... You. I knew better than to trust you than some quizzling the third. That doesn't hurt. Whatever. I can still pass through a metal detector. Hey now. Stop. What am I? Julius Caesar? At two Bjorn? Okay, that one hurt. You made your point, guys. Don't want to go. Don't have to. Asshole. I'm out of here.
around. He's probably hanging out with guys somewhere. Or <laughs> Bobby said he was officially marked as lost at sea. So <laughs> probably never made it to Venezuela, I'm thinking. <laughs> or he could be with Drew Peacock in Thailand. Right. Housekeeper just flipped me off. I don't know what that was about. Oh, goodness. I know. Shouldn't she be doing dishes or something, keeping herself occupied, you know, earning her keep? Uh, well, I think she's taking a shower first. Oh, very good. Nice to be clean while you clean the house. Oh, sure. Yes. Just like you guys clean the house before the lady who cleans the house comes to clean the house. Well, yes, it's important. It's important to tidy up before the housekeeper gets here. You don't want her. I believe it's a very it's a very common her. happening. Right. You yeah. don't want her to see the place as it is. You want her to yeah. see it at, at its best. Even though she's so every morning coming. when Tara's about to arrive, I get up early, make the beds. Tidy up, make ice, clean the kitchen up, mm-hmm. do the dishes, you know, do sure. all that stuff before she okay. arrives. Right. Um, speaking of three ways, which you mentioned a couple minutes ago, uh, Tara's uh-huh. coming on this Tuesday, isn't she? Uh, yeah, she week is. From today. I'll yes, be up. she is. All right. Oh, how do you know? What do you mean, how do I know? You said you'd be up. Yeah, for a three-way. How do you know that? Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, boy. I don't think so, Matt. What? Not with the housekeeper. Oh, fine. She's very happily married. You know how that is, don't you? Oh, sure. We have a very happy marriage, don't we, dear? Oh, definitely. (laughs) Except for yesterday. I'm surprised the show wasn't coming live from St. Catherine's today. Well, I don't know why either. I think yeah. I didn't want to show up. I didn't want to show up there because I, my feelings would have hurt. I'll be back. Oh. Very unfortunate. Plus, there's a lot of bad karma in that area. Yes. Both north and south of the... Yes, I understand. The, I get it the, now. Yeah, you do, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave it at that. Sure. You understand my affliction yeah. for today, yeah. I do. You're very Thanks. afflicted. <laughs> you're, mo- you're possibly the most afflicted person I've ever met in my life. Exactly. Yes. Oh, you know, one thing we were going to talk about on Sunday, 
because, ladies and gentlemen, Sunday was Fortune Cookie Day, National Fortune Cookie Day. Mm-hmm. And I happened to have some fortune cookies with me. And uh, I love a good fortune cookie. Yeah, well, let's just see how this goes. Uh, we'll do a couple. See, see if my luck's going to change any, Jamie. Yes, let's do that. To kick things off, we have uh, Confucius's. That's kind of hard to say. Confucius's. Confucius's lesser-known brother, ladies and gentlemen, Profucius. And uh, he's going to kick things off and uh, take it away, Profucius. Fortuitous fortune cookies with the effusive Profucius. Ow! <laughs> So, let me crack this one open. Could you hear that? Yes. Yes. Cracked one open. Pulling it out. Zippity doo dah. Oh, you will be listed as dying of COVID 19, but the main cause will be your underlying condition of a latent case of syphilis. Huh. Oh, goodness. That's not help. That's not a good... It's like he knows you. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Very unfortunate. Uh-huh. I didn't know I had Al Capone syndrome. <laughs> uh, maybe I should try to change my luck and try another one, huh? Yes, let's do that. Okay, here we go. Let me crack this one open. Huh. People will talk behind your back because you are and always will be an asshole. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Things aren't looking up for me, are they? No. Hmm. These are so lifelike, so real. Yeah, yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah, it's very unfortunate. All right. Okay. In order to change my luck, Uh I want you to pick one out and hand it to me. All right, here you go. All right, thank you. Try this one. Yeah, okay. Let me. A mysterious Canadian woman with a great rack will enter your life and completely fuck it up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, wow. Holy moly. That's beautiful. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, well. Well... I, I don't think I'm going to press my luck any further than that. Let me. I don't that. think you should. No, I'm probably. You know, that. Canadian with a great rack, you can't beat that. No. All I have to say after that is this. Fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. 
<laughs> and if anyone would like to call in, you can call in at 845-262-0770 on the Fortune Cookie Hotline. And that's... Really that's wish someone would call in. That board is lighting up, let me tell you, Jamie. Eight calls just <laughs> Like a Christmas tree? It's like a Christmas tree, yes, of which you won't be <laughs> celebrating this year. No. Very unfortunate. Oh, we'll still have decorations up and celebrating the birth of baby Jesus. There just won't be any gifts. And that's fine, because that, that, that means we're celebrating the true the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah, Jesus would prefer it that way. Sure he would. Even though it's not really his birthday. But Sure. That's another discussion for another time, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, you can't... Well, I forget it now, so never mind. <laughs> oh, boy. It's gone. It's gone. I got too much <laughs> on my mind. I think I'm oh, still lost. Man. I still think I'm thinking about that pack of cigarettes I lost. Oh, man. Now, were they your American wife's cigarettes or your cigarettes that you lost? Yeah, oh, good thing. They were mine. Oh, very good. Oh, sure. You can do without you can do without them, can't you? I, I I can make it by until she gets home tonight. Yes. Oh, excellent. Yeah, because she has a second job in addition to being the mannequin housekeeper. Oh boy. She can pick them up there. You know excellent. that second job where they call me at five thirty five. Five thirty in the morning. When yep. she's well already there. <sighs> Well, I hope Johnny Savage is doing right. And I hope. Oh, I'll tell you what. You did do one good thing yesterday. What was that? You came you up tell. with a beautiful. You came up with a beautiful song that is very Christ related. Yes, it is. Would you like to sing it for our vast and diverse worldwide audience, Jamie? Oh, I would love to. This is a little song I like to call "Fishers of Men." And it's sung to the tune of the Notre Dame fight song. I will make you fishers of men, fishers of men. I'll make you fishers of men. Do, 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 I think that's how it went. I forget already. That was close. It was just a little something I came up with yesterday. Yeah, it just popped into that big old lolly golly. I remember that from uh, from kin- from uh, church as a as a young child. Fishers of Men. Well, you have a big fan. Uh, Bobby Kraft said that was outstanding. Oh, thank you, Bobby. Oh, sure. I messed up the lyrics, but you get the you get the I you get the gist of it. Oh, sure. Thank you. It's probably going to be number 18 with a bullet on the chart. Oh, sure. Sure. 
speaking of which, our show yesterday, or not, or yesterday, our show from two weeks ago, slipped up to number six on the charts. Oh, you're kidding. No. Out of how many? Seven? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Out of seven? No. <laughs> Out of several. <laughs> Although I think this morning we slipped back down to seven. I still oh, haven't seen anything well. about the show we did the, the week after that. Right. Very hurtful. Yes. Well, it appears we have no callers. Yeah, it's very hurtful. Yes. But, that, but that's okay, because we have us. Yes, we do. We have each and other. Schmoops. That's all that matters. Yeah. And the Schmoopster. Yeah. And Schmoop's middle finger. And Bobby Kraft. And Bobby Kraft. Yes. We would have collection plate J, but he's on the beach in the Caymans. Doing God's oh, work, right. of course. He's not slacking. Of course. So we appreciate his help. Yes. I still would, you know, Middle East peace would be better if we still had Ariel Sharon on life support. Well, sure. I remember those days fondly. <laughs> they, were, they were hilarious. They were. Well, Jamie, you got any big plans today? No, I'm going to, well, I am going to call my lover. Oh, at uh, at noon. Well, we're going till twelve thirty. Oh no, we're not. Now I'll tell you what, it'll be slightly afternoon. All right. But we got to do we got to do the end song. Okay, let's do that. It's three minutes, thirteen seconds long. It has has special meaning to not only me and to you, but to you and I both. Oh. Yes. Are you prepared for this? I believe I am. All right. Take it away, K squared and L and M. Take the ribbon from your Oh my god Shake it loose Let it fall Laying soft against my skin Like the shadows on the wall Come and lay down by my Till the early morning light All I'm taking is your time Help me make it
dead and gone. And tomorrow's outside. And it's bad to be alone. Help me make it through. And mine. Um, and I don't owe you five bucks because we bet on. Why that. is that? Because you said I would get charged five bucks every time I sang it. I didn't sing it, okay. did I? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh huh. Oh, I read. Right, then you got off on a technicality made, again. Yeah, I made sure collection plate A put that in the uh, bed. Okay. Yeah. Look at section eight, subsection one A. It's right there. Uh, All right. Well, Jamie, you have a good time. You have a good time too, and I'll talk to you later. Are you going to be nice if you do? Oh, possibly. Okay. Well, you tell your lover that Schmoop and I said hi. I will. Okay. All right, everyone. All right, talk to you later. Listen or does listen. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye, Jamie. Love you. Bye. Love you, too. Bye. Okay. Huh. That was weird. She kind of hesitated on the I love you. All right. See you guys later.